Hey guys, welcome to episode 284 of the podcast. Now listen, I don't tend to do a ton of like heavy promo for um, time specific events. As you know, I I like to live in the past. Uh, But I really wanted to get the word out about uh, Alia and Laia's movie Duck Butter. It is wonderful. uh, And I just... Certainly, I mentioned it in the episode, but uh, but I wanted to get the word out to you because I just feel like it's a great fit for the JV Club audience. Um, you can see it in theaters if you are in the New York or LA area on April 27th, but it also is coming to digital platforms nationwide on May 1st. So check it out. I totally enjoyed this uh, interview with them. They'd been doing press before they came to me, so I took it easy on them, and we just did uh, a little bit of a shorter episode, but not to worry, we squeezed a game of mash in there, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. Shout-out-wise, I just wanted to give Philip a quick shout-out for your great email. I'm a little behind on some others, but I will uh, make sure to get back to you guys, and uh, I hope you're doing well. Now entering Nerdist.com. Gals, hey! Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I welcome you into this place that's not mine. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and thank you for, for being here. I, uh, was lucky enough to get a sneak peek at the film you're promoting. It's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. What if you were like, oh, is it? We don't like it. That'd be really weird. <laughs> Probably want to be here. We'll like it. Yeah. yeah we we'll like love it. it. We love it a lot. Uh, Laya, do you live here or are you, you're I all over the place? I live in Miami. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And where are you, where were you originally? Where were you Guess born? Where? I'm guessing Spain, but it's yes. an educated guess. It's it's an internet-informed, educated guess. Oh, you're asking things you already know. It's going to get really boring. It's downhill <laughs> from here. It's downhill from here. I don't want to ask a question I don't know the answer to, so it's going to be a very short interview. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're Spanish. Yes. Listen, I got all I needed to know. I was dead right. Uh, we're in Spain. From Barcelona. Okay. Yeah. I know where that is. Yeah. It's in Spain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've never been. Never? I've never. Have you been to Barcelona? I have been, luckily, yeah. Luckily. It's very, very cool. I highly recommend it. Do you, now when you went, was it part of a larger trip or was it Spain specific? Um, I was uh, on a family trip. Um, My little brother was playing soccer in Alicante. 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 Oh, okay. And uh, then we went to Barcelona because I wanted to go to the city. It's like yeah. a small beach town. Um, yeah. And then I went to Madrid another time. We hung out in Madrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hung out in Madrid? Yeah. The first time we saw each other. That's How the long first have time you known each it. other? Did you meet for this, or was this a thing that came together after you knew each other? No. no. It was for this, yeah. But she was attached to do it, and then I was going to be in Spain visiting my little brother. So we met up. We met, and we ate oysters, and I got so sick that night. Uh, Did you? Yeah, I got so sick. Oh, no. Oh, this is breaking news. I didn't news. poison you. <laughs> this is a real TMZ moment. Actually, this is breaking news. Did I, did I text you, like, I don't think you are you me. sick? Maybe. Because you you ate oysters, I too. ate it, too, yeah. And we went to that weird theater, remember, I where I didn't understand? I texted you, and you said, like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> I got a strong stomach. 
How is it as simple as that? I don't, I feel that if if anyone's going to get sick at a meal, it's going to be me. There's no, I'm not the person that's going to be like, I escape scot-free. I will definitely be They said to me once that if you get oysters and you get sick, you cannot eat oysters anymore. Like you you get an allergy? Yes, but it's not true. Oh. Because I've kept eating oysters and I'm fine. You weren't going to be held down by one situation of food poisoning? Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. I guess you can curse on this. Maybe some more. Uh, how, did you do a lot of traveling when you were uh, younger? You know, the European countries, this is such a cliche, it's a very boring statement, but it feels like Americans travel less and Europeans travel more and sort of have a stronger sense of the countries around them. And Well, I don't know if that's true. Maybe because Europe is smaller, so you can hop on a train and be in a different places, place. Yeah. Very different cultures and languages. and So maybe it feels like easier to do it. Mm-hmm. And like if you have been in more places. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But you mean in school? Like if in school you do this kind of trip? No, just even out of college. I mean, I think there's just, a, there just, there's just less of that here. I feel like there's just less of people in general kind of getting out into the world. That here you don't do it? I don't think that's. I think it's. It's not. It's well, still a not big super common. Of people who don't have passports. Yeah. In yeah. America. But yeah, it's a lot more accessible out there to travel. I think. Yeah. So. Did you Did you say that you did when you were, were you like high school age, college age when you first traveled? Yeah. Um, I've been lucky. My parents we, we traveled at a young age. Um, I'm Europe. I went to more, uh, as an adult. I went on a class field trip to Paris for the first time, and uh, we were just like freaking out that you could drink alcohol. At sure. a young age, so we would like we'd be on the bus, and they'd be like, "All right, meet back here in like thirty minutes." And we go to the bar and be like, ask for shots of like Bailey's, which is disgusting. Like, <laughs> I know, but that's like what a teenager such, wants. Yeah, it's I like Bailey's. I mean, it's delicious. But I we were like, "Line up for shots." We drink it with a coffee. Yeah, yeah, carajillo. Good carajillo. Yes. Um, is it is it Bailey's that goes in whatever it is that you had? Like San Francisco is famous. They've established that they invented maybe the sort of. Irish coffee. I think they claim that they invented Irish coffee in San Francisco. I don't know why really? I'm looking at your publicist. Like, for some reason, I think <laughs> Shipper's going to know. Like, she's a, she's the resource. Um, um, I, I don't know about that. I mean, I would think Ireland. But straight good. shots of, also yeah. shots of Bailey's, no, as if disgusting. it's something you knock back, like, tequila. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a sweet we sipping. Well, if you are 12, like Alia was when she started drinking. Yeah, I was 15. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was nine years old. I was like, give me a drink. <laughs> she's Make a it real sweet. Hemingway over here. Mm. Stars at a very young age. Did you, uh, Laya, did you, did you uh, indulge? Is that something that you did as a teenager? Is, is there, are there more kind of relaxed rules about like drinking and... Indulge? In, uh, yeah, did you, did you get into drinking and stuff as a, as a teenager? Oh, no, no. I was such a good girl when I was a teenager. Yeah, you were into sports. Yeah, I was, I was like, you know the smartest of the class and I was into sports I was not smoking yeah I was not drinking I was not partying and then when I was 16 the same week you know that when you get birth they put you water in your face it's a religious thing oh How do you like say that baptize you baptize yeah yeah and then when you are older when you're 16 you look another different religious event I don't know what does it mean oh like, like a confirmation okay how do you say that? There's a key, there's well, there's quinceañeras in in like Mexico. No, but that's, that's, that's fifteen. No, it's confirmation. Yeah, I think that's confirmation. I'm not right? Catholic, yeah. but yeah, it's I think Catholic that's because my school was Catholic. Was so it an all girls school or was it? No, it mixed. was mixed. So that week, I smoked cigars for the first time and joints, and then I I had my first cigars and joints. 
Yeah. yeah. Cigarettes too? Or did you go straight to the big fat cigars? Oh, cigars is cigarettes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Cigarettes and then yeah. herbs. I love the idea of yeah. you going right into a big, just giant Cuban cigar. Oh, though. no, 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 no. But that was the same week. And then I had my first kiss and my ha- my first hangover and my first fuck. That the same week. Wait, it, Damn. And, 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 and that corresponded to the, the confirmation? Like, re, did you make that decision? Like, well, no, I happened. guess I can, now I'm an adult. No, it no, just it happened. happened like that. I think I was like a bomb, almost like waiting to explode. Sure, and sure. And then that week was a week. I was 16. Who was the, if you don't mind my asking, you don't have to get specific or name names, uh, but who was the person that you decided to lose your virginity to? He was my, my boyfriend then. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it's a one-night stand. <laughs> not in your case. No, not in my case. Still a good girl. And you and and so you okay. So you were you were the good girl. Sixteen still is like fairly young to kind of explode on the scene, though. It's not like you were twenty. I have the feeling nowadays it's so late. Nowadays people are so old. Yeah. They're so young. Everything. Yeah. There's. I, yeah. Every every young person seems older You're exposed than me. To a lot. Like when I, I was yeah, age yeah. twelve, I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. Now 12-year-olds, they are smarter than I was. Or definitely, yeah, more mature in some ways. Yeah. So. Did you, uh, so you did, you started drinking around 15? Was that, where did you, where did you grow up? <laughs> Consistently. Um, <laughs> Every morning. Yeah, like, just to oh, get through the day. I really started. Just to get through the day. Uh, I grew up in Palm Springs, California. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's another place. Like, hot weather. I don't care for it. Very hot. Very I'm from hot. Arizona. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's a dry heat, though. Don't even, um, don't even, <laughs> just don't. Uh, but yeah, I, I, when I was like 15 and a half, that's when I like smoked pot for the first time and, and drank and partied and that kind of stuff. But mainly it was, it was always like out of a rebellious need to get attention from my parents, I think. Or do you have siblings? Oh, you have a little I do. brother? I got two bros. I got an older bro and a younger bro. And your yeah. younger bro was playing soccer. Mm-hmm. What, what, what were you playing? You were into sports? What did you, what did you play? I was playing basketball for 17 years. Come on. Yeah, that's so like, cool. I was pro. I, what? Like, yes. for, like a pro? Like a pro, right? Yes, for some years. Semi-pro? Yes, back in Spain. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah, my best friends are basketball. from the team still now. Yeah. Yeah, I what does semi-pro mean? Sorry, I really do. I just you in get terms paid. Of, you do get paid. Yes. And does it's, it? You cannot really leave out of yeah. it. It's like, like a side gig, but you do yes. get paid for it. Yeah, I mean, girls. <sighs> yeah, that's the thing that sucks. It's because it's like girls basketball, probably. Like yeah, I don't guys, know how it works here. It's it's better here for sure um, for women's basketball. Still, they're not getting paid nearly as much as the men, though, and they're amazing no players. Sparks, you know, the yeah. team oh, here. Yeah. I've been to their games. They're fantastic. Super fun. Yeah, you should try and check one out. Now I am not in my shape. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't let you play. <laughs> you would probably just, go just watch. watch. Oh, I was thinking, no, I was thinking about playing. <laughs> <laughs> you just played it. Like, like, don't they have celebrity thing? guests that come in and, yeah, like, throw exactly. the first We got Lia Kostov to bed. Yeah. Well, uh, that's actually a good question because there are things, you know, uh, I will use this as a, as a sort of bad and expected example, but I don't necessarily love watching improv but I enjoy performing on stage doing improv but like doing something that I would normally want to participate in is is for several reasons not appealing to me uh it's not relaxing it's not you know what I mean so it's like I wonder if it's the same with something like basketball is the itch to get up there strong enough that it's like I don't want to just recreationally sit yeah I don't know 15 I, feet I don't, away I don't watch, watch sports it. there you go I don't watch them 
but I love them. I love to play any kind of sport. What about like uh, swimming? I love to swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like a lot of sports. I'm laughing at myself because I don't know why I picked that out of all the sports. I don't know why <laughs> I, I was thinking swimming. maybe she doesn't know how to swim, and that's why she was like with this cheeky note. <laughs> like imagine. Like maybe something <laughs> very adventurous to do. Yeah. yeah. I know. I was. It was. It was so much less interesting than that because there was actually nothing. There's no reason I picked that. Although, did you did you have to take swimming lessons when you were little and like get? Because I did, they my parents put me through swimming lessons in hot Arizona when I was so young that I have like painful memories of being thrown in with all my clothes on as part of the like the test. Like float on your back. This is what's going to happen to you someday when you fall into a river. And you need to be able to survive and stay alive. No, my dad taught me how to swim. So we he just, taught you? Yeah, like we would all just, we had a pool growing up. And so we would just like hang out in the pool and like grab onto his arm. And then eventually he would just like pull yeah, his that's hand a, away. Yeah, that's a reasonable, nice. kind, loving yes. way to learn how to swim. I think school taught me. School, yeah. yeah, you have like one hour of swimming pool every week. Oh, not bad. Yeah, and they taught you when you were six year old. When did you guys get uh, into performing? Uh, I got, I started being an actress like five years ago. Really? Yeah, I was what, 20. What hooked you? Six years ago. Who, what, what, dra- what pulled you in? What was the Because I was, I was working in an advertisement agency as an executive account. And I worked for a Spanish agency for years. And then I changed into a German agency. And then with the German one, at 6 p.m. I was done. And that was really surprising because young in advertisement, at least in Spain, you work 1,000 hours. I'm sure. So I was at 6, 10 p.m. on the street with no plans. So my sister, who was a student back then, uh, she said to me, let's go to this acting studio. It's fun. We got some friends there. So we started doing like a year course. And that's how I started working as an actress. That's great. Yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't know? No. Actually, I talked to my boss, and I told her, oh, I got this job uh, in Madrid, so I'm going to go there, and it's like year contract. It was a TV series, so I'm going to do this, and then, of course, come back. Come back. And <laughs> like it was a little jaunt over to I was just, not able yeah. to say I was an actress until I was, until, and, until Victoria, actually, like, almost three years already being an actress, I always I was saying always I was an executive account for an advertisement advertisement agency. <laughs> because <laughs> I get it. working consistently yeah. for three years. I really get it. I get that though. Yeah, because it's it's it was so weird to say, you know? Like I think here it's different because here LA is a city that lives for the movie <gasps> industry. Yeah, but then you have But the in op- Spain yeah. it's not like that. Like you don't grow up thinking, I'm gonna be an actress or I'm gonna be a director. Like I didn't even had um, when you go to before college you do school yeah so you have to choose if you want to learn high school yeah. high school you choose if you want to learn science or um, yeah it's more specialized in yeah you in specialize Europe, I think. yeah but in we school. didn't even get like an artistic bro- mm. Mm, nothing no nothing so that was kind of like I don't want to say I'm an actress do you, it, well, that's the question: Is was there a stigma, you know, stigma? Yeah, but to it's to it like the, because the the opposite, I think, thing happens here, which is you don't want to say you may not want to say you're an actress because it's so 
you know, it's, the whole city is proliferated with because everyone everyone's an actor, everyone's an actress, and there's stigma. this it's, and there's a sense of like oh again from people, yeah, yeah. No, it's not a stigma there. It's just that we don't think this is a job, right? You know, it's that the 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 country is not like the industry there is not that healthy or that strong right. to people, for young people to believe they can be producers or actors or writers. Like, you don't grow up thinking, and you don't have, like, at least with my family and friends, I didn't have um, someone who was working on this kind of stuff. Right. So I had no um, Reference references, it, yeah. you know? But, but Yeah. Did you take German? Were you, were you speaking German when you were working for the no. German? Okay. No, 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 no. I Do tried, you speak, you don't, I tried. Are you one of those people that speaks like four languages? I speak um, Catalan, Spanish, French, and English. That's pretty I tried with German, but it's really complicated. I did a theater play just in German, and I learned all, all my lines. And it's, I, can, I can say like very difficult stuff, but I don't know how to say what time is it. Right. Yeah. Because I just learned my lines, but it's complicated. Still... Language. Doing an entire play in German and learning the lines feels, like, yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I would... I suppose I could if I had to, but I don't even know if I would... I probably would be... Like, that would be the deterrent. I would just say, I can't... I can't... I couldn't do... I can't be in it. Yeah, you can do it. I, I was I, would, I was having nightmares in German for a while. <laughs> I think a lot I think I was going to say, you might, be, you might be on one of a long list, a long list of German nightmares. Uh, what about you, Alia? Did you start early uh, oh, when yes. you were performing and stuff? Uh, I started acting when I was nine. Um, I kind of asked my parents. I said I really wanted to act. I said I wanted to be on TV. Did you have a sense time. of it being in Palm Springs? Like, did you have a sense of the connectiveness to L.A. in, in that kind of way that, that Lyle was talking about? Not necessarily. I mean, my grandfather, my mom's father, was uh, an actor and successful in his own right in, like, the 50s and 60s. So it definitely skipped, you know, several generations. But... Um, I was watching TV. There was a TV show called All That that was like a mm -hmm. kid's SNL. And I used to watch it. And uh, it was like kids, a little older than me, but like doing funny bits. And I was like, I want to do that. I could do that. And um, so I just asked my mom. I said, I want to be on TV. And she was like, okay, whatever. And I think I, she said I said it when I was like six. And then I did modeling locally for a couple of years. And that's not what I wanted to do. And I was like, no, I really want to like act. I don't want to do this. So she drove me to L.A. when I was nine, and I was, like, at a cattle call where it was, like, you know, just, like, hundreds of kids everywhere in a room with their parents. And I auditioned for an uh, agent, and, like, me and another boy got picked, and then I just started auditioning and started going from there. Did you have a sense when you were younger, did you have a, I'm Over. sure that's a ghost. I'm <laughs> sure that's a ghost. It's my childhood uh, <laughs> knocking at the door. I mean, it was very specific, rat-a-tat-tat. Maybe it was a bird. Um did you have a sense of like now? Now at the age that we are, and in fact, this comes up in uh, in Duck Butter, the idea of doing a scene that I mean, there's a great moment for anybody who's in that business. That first scene in the movie is so deeply painful. It really, <laughs> it really just perfectly captures right. I mean, that feeling that even if you haven't had that feeling. 
it's what everyone is afraid is going to happen if it hasn't happened. Just the feeling of coming into a world that's already been established. And, you know, when it, I say this all the time on the podcast, but, you know, what we do is in some ways a sort of weird heightened version of reality where you come, you're, you're anyone, you're an advertising executive, you're new to the job, you come in and there's this culture that's been established and you come in and sort of try to figure out where you're going to fit in and if you are and how they behave towards you is, you know, hugely impacts how you feel and how you behave towards them. And so that scene where you're just sort of, you are where you are, and, and, and of course, the Mark J are so great at trying to sort of pull that out of you. Yeah. But then later when, you're ha- when you do an audition... And your character, Laya, is like, what? what is this? Like, this is garbage. Like, what are we reading here? And yeah. then the response of, like, I need the job. As a, That was the longest question. I'm really getting to the <laughs> I question. I don't know what the question is. This is a conversation show, not as much like a straight interview situation. People who are listening just for you guys are like, hey, she's still going. Um, uh, did you have a sense of that as a younger person? Like, was everything, was every opportunity and every script exciting because you're a kid and you're getting into it? Or even then, is there a sense of, like, I mean, this isn't great. Like, this isn't as fun as, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I was very lucky that when I was younger, I, I did really good, I got really good jobs. Like, the work I got to do at a young age was really, really great. And I realized that once I was 18, and it was harder to get, I was, like, reading stuff and not being considered for things that I wanted. Or I was like, what the hell? And I was like, shit, I was so lucky. All the, the stuff that I had done before was so good. Um, but when you're younger, yeah, I never was like, this is trash. I would just audition, and then I got the good ones because, like, yeah. the sensibility and stuff matched up. Um, but then I remember I did a terrible Christmas movie, and it was the first job I got that I really didn't like, but I was like, but it's a job. I never yeah. said no to a job before. Yeah. And I said yes to it, and I did it, and it was well, terrible you, creative give experience. Us a, give us a little uh, taste of what the plot was? I mean, it's called Deck the Halls. You can look it up. It plays every Christmas. Great. I great, get, like, great, a 12-cent uh, residual from it. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a terrible movie. I mean, I, I, in best. my personal life, it, 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 I'm glad I did it because it, I, I met someone really important to me because of that movie. But, um... It, I feel like that yeah, happens a lot too. There's a lot of yeah. that in this industry, like oh totally. that thing. Yeah, I wouldn't. But well, that the experience is very different than yeah. um, maybe your creative goals uh, or success, quote unquote, success work goals. Yeah. Um, you know, it brought me to New York, and I met someone I fell in love with because of that movie. You know, so yeah. it changed my life a lot. But uh, hey, deck the halls. Deck the halls. I don't man. know why you don't use that as just a toss off for Mark more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deck the halls. You know what I mean? Deck the halls. <laughs> um, did you guys uh, how, doing advertising? Were you in a world where you were writing copy and sort of coming up with ideas, generating like, how about this campaign? I <laughs> like I've only seen movies about advertising. How about yeah. this campaign? I was like in between client and creative team, mm-hmm. and I was doing strategy. Like oh, how okay. ma- what's your problem? How many money do you have? Right. Let's see what we can do with that. Did that it's that's such a different experience than something that is especially with the stuff that you've actually the, the, the things that you're known for at least in America are incredibly complicated characters and very raw emotional stuff which is sort of antithetical to advertising and the kind of idea we have about something like strategy like how do okay how do we like it's very calculated right like how do yeah. we we need to reach this age of person and they you know yeah. was it is that sort of what you were doing like okay we got to find those 17 year old boys and yeah. figure out a way to target them 
what what is interesting for me about the change is that when I was working in advertisement, I was having a lot of fun because it's young people, very creative, but I was feeling so safe because I, I didn't know how to do my job and I was good at it and I was like feeling really confident about it. And when I started being an actress, I find the role I got in this TV series, I hated her so much. Like I hated her so much. And then um, a friend of mine said to me, an older actress she said to me you don't have to judge roles you have to understand them otherwise you're not going to be able to be them and I thought that that advice was so good not just for being an actress but for real life yeah and I and I then I was so aware that I was not actually taking care of that in my real life Mm -hmm. you know like I was this very strong young lady working a lot and feeling so good about it and suddenly with with the first job, I was like, oh shit, but this is not working as well as I'm thinking it's working hmm. in my life and in my job. And that's something that acting is giving me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm better person and more tolerant. More compassionate. And open-minded because I'm doing very complex and different roles from myself. So... I don't know if that's answering something. I don't even know if I asked but anything, I so I think we're in the good. clear. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. I think, do you guys, I mean, do you like playing, like, I love playing unlikable I love people. It's such a joy. And it's not like I'm characters. saying something I wish I could say in real life. Like, I don't want to be awful, I don't think, in real life. But clearly there's something cathartic no about it. That, and, but everyone has darks and, do you say that, shadows and lights. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. very interesting to play these kind of... Um, characters you know yeah. Ollie what about you do you like playing jerks um, have you had the opportunity to play many jerks yeah I mean like I said it is about uh, understanding uh, the, everybody has different sides to them so I like playing anyone who seems real who has those different sides and to kind of work on uh, my own shit to a degree I'm going to ask you a couple more questions about being a teenager to serve my purpose of having started this podcast six years ago. Um, do I, I got? I feel like I got a good snapshot of you for sure. Listen, the turning 16 and everything, just the faucet turning on and everything coming out at once is pretty amazing. Did you, uh, did you have a sense of, like, did you have a, any kind of awakening moment like that or did you have a year that felt very formative for you or is it, or did you kind of have a sense of who you were that stayed consistent especially if you were working because you started working yeah. with adults you know what I mean like it's a, such a different world if you get into performing early suddenly your peers are 10, 20, 30, 40 years older than you but there is a kind of a more universal sense of like hey buddy yeah I you know um mean? uh Still don't understand the question. I'm sorry. Uh, again, not really a question. <laughs> At one minute, I, I, all of a sudden, yeah. I'm about to answer, and then it, it I guess it I'm leaves. saying, like, how confident were you in who you were? Do you mean, do you feel like you had a strong sense of self as a teenager? Or no. did you feel like you were, no, like, still who, figuring what the fuck is going on? Who am I? Yeah, still figuring it out, for sure. Um, I kind of had split lives as a teenager. I mean, that's probably um, not professional. <laughs> um, yeah, I would work in L.A. and be doing a job and be listened to and spoken to like an adult and get to do something really fun and creative. And then I'd have to go back to Palm Springs and go back to regular high school. And nobody, everyone thought I was like, Oh, you think you're so cool. Cause you're acting or whatever. So it wasn't, it was a very split, um, split kind of personalities. Um, I felt more like myself in LA, but then it also was not a hundred percent real, you know? And then I go back to the desert and 
I would just mainly like smoke pot and hang out with friends and wish I was back in LA. So I had, yeah, it was like that for, for a while. Um, just trying to, yeah, figure it out. And I was definitely self-destructive as a teenager for a little while. And then my parents kind of whipped me back into shape. Wait, did you date? Were you dating people? No, I was a very late bloomer. I didn't do anything until I was 17 and I met my first partner and lost my virginity and we dated for three years, but that was my very first, like, everything all at once. Yeah. When you're in a relationship that's your first and it ends up having that kind of longevity, do you think about that as a young person when you're inside the relationship? Is that one of the challenges? Like, oh, God, this is my first love, but now I'm two years in and what else is out there? Or did you? That's what ended the relationship. Any disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was great. It was like the best. I haven't had such a good relationship actually since (laughs) I've I've been avoiding relationships. But, uh, yeah, I think when you're young, you're, I don't know. I was like, Oh, I hadn't slept with anybody else. I hadn't experienced what it was like to be single and travel on my own and not just be somebody's girlfriend. So that's why I decided yeah, to move on. And so I guess it, you did relate to your character in Duck Butter. Yes. Who has sort of not let herself get close to people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. She's definitely scared of exposing herself to people. Yeah, for sure. It comes from a real place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you Have you written for yourself? Do you have stuff that you uh, think would like to write that you would, you'd like to have that responsibility as well or that? No, I have not written you're writing like I am a bunch of shit now. Yeah, I'm I'm go. writing a lot. Are you enjoying it? Yes, a lot. A lot. That's a fair question because you could be like no, yes and no because sometimes it's an excruciating process, but Yeah. And then I just let silence. Yeah. This is my 5 minutes of silence. <laughs> I got to get in the awkward silence at least 5 minutes. Um all right, I'm going to get into this mash game number 1 because I know you've already done 3 interviews today. Uh number 2 because it's a twofer. And so that's going to take a little bit more time. Um, okay. Uh, can we combine them? or is it? Yeah, you absolutely can. I mean, I'm sort of going to, I was going to give you like the same category. And then if one of, and, and if it appeals more to one of you than the other, the other one. Yeah, just maybe we do one it. instead of two okay. separate things. I mean, listen. Let's combine this the power. Real, this is going to be very tough. Um, okay. Okay. I got this. We're going to be just fine. Uh, Laya, this is going to be your category. Okay. Three sports that you wake up tomorrow and you are expert at. Uh, Skateboard. Right. <laughs> you know that it's going to be an Olympic sport soon? Oh, yeah? Yes. So cool. Yes. Moving right out of the X Games into the real thing. I've been skateboard my whole life. It's so hard. I'm, I couldn't have hurt myself more as a child how, trying how to skateboard. How do you slate, dance? Skate? No, no. This, this kind of dance that it's like this. Wait, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, unless there's music. You know this kind of dance that it's like, I don't know how to do it yet, but it's like... Oh, like hip-hop kind of? No. no. It's, it like, ste- like, uh, like Irish oh. step dancing? Slang? I don't know how to say it. Is it like step dancing where you like go in the front, like back and forth? like? Yes, it's kind of like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they keep their hands behind their back? They can go like this, yeah. or like, I don't know. But it's just with the feet. Okay. What you the hell? What but it's a sport-ish. Well, I, I think it's a sport. Well, I'm definitely putting... Put slate dancing. <laughs> slate dancing. Put slate dancing. Slate dancing. Okay. Uh, and then number three. And ping pong. Ping pong. Well played. Uh, 
Okay, Ollie, at three places in the world that you would like to have a vacation home if getting there were not an issue at all. We're not an issue at all. Um, Barcelona. Mm -hmm. um, Portugal. And Tokyo. Wonderful. Same question for you. Three places to live. Um, in addition to, like a vacation, a getaway. You get to do both. Yeah. Um, India. Great. I'm going to India this summer. I've never been. I'd like to go. Yeah. I'm a little nervous to go. Why? Because I because my friends who've lived there say there's so much. It's so heartbreaking to to be around mm. the poverty, poverty and not be able to just fix everything, mm. which is a very American attitude, I think. Yeah, I think you need to, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, so thanks for that downer. No, uh, so <laughs> India and then where else? India and then friends I'd love to have in the, in the coast. Great. So beautiful. And Cape Town. Great. Another place I'd love to go and have not been yet. Alia. Yes? What's the question? Oh, yeah. Three, <laughs> uh, three movies that you can jump into. You're not reliving the plot. You're not a character. You're just going into that world and just being there and kind of enjoying it, soaking it up. Does that make sense? Um, sure. Oh. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Great. Mm -hmm. um, call me by your name. Great. The anime or the live action? Didn't they do a live action? Of what? Call me by your name. Are you kidding? Are we talking about the same thing? Call Me By Your Name is that film that just came out recently. About oh, okay. the two lovers, and they like, yeah. live in Italy. Aren't we talking about the same thing? Is it not anime? What am I thinking of? No, I don't know what you're talking about. It's the one with Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah the Haven't gay seen love it. story in Italy. But there is a movie, it does have something to do with, it does have something mm -hmm. to do with. Uh, that same film? I might be. I don't I might so. have to do some Googling. I doubt okay. it. I, I doubt it, but there is an answer. said, like, tell me your name. There you go. It's cl it's a close. Similar. It's, it's close enough, yeah. or you're just taking pity on or me I'm, and making me I not know feel your name. by your name. Is yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's like in the 1980s in, in like, coast of Italy. Yeah, I haven't um, seen it, and I know it's wonderful. Um, clearly I haven't, since I thought it was the other one. Um, it's another movie world. I mean, shit, I don't know. It could be one that you loved, too, when you were younger, sort of, like, scratching mm. the itch of being... A, yeah, it's just called Your Name. Oh, okay. And then they did make it into a live action. Um, Gone with the Wind? Great. And, okay. yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, we got We got three. Uh, Laya, three people, living or dead, that you could trade places with that you could sort of I mean listen they're still alive in this scenario you're not going into a dead body but three people anybody th through history that you could sort of live a week in their shoes in their lives that I'd like to mm -hmm. um, Frida Kahlo great 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 
Asia Weville. She was, you know who she is? Mm-mm. She was, you know, Ted Hooch, Ted Hooch, the, the poem, the poet. Oh, yeah, Ted Hughes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sylvia Plath. Yeah. So she was the one who slept, like, she was the lover of him. Uh-huh. And then later he is girlfriend. Uh-huh. And she, like, repeated Sylvia Plath's life. Oh, wow. You know, Sylvia Plath killed herself. Yeah. And and she did the same like seven years later but she was not English she was like from uh, I don't remember where she was born but she was like super cosmopolitan girl speaking like a lot of languages very very strong character and she ended up doing like the same thing oh, wow. and I have the feeling that no one knows what really happened to her yeah so I'd love to Ooh, be back there what a good choice yes I'm always thinking yes yeah. I was thinking, and there are no movies or books about I her. I was about there's to just, ask, I was going to say. Just, there's just one book about her, um, bio- biographical, because of some letters, but you still don't get, like, like what happened to her. Yeah. Know? It's like, and, and you know, Sylvia Plath and Ted Hughes, they're such a big names. Sure. That she is kind of in shadows. She gets lost in the shadows, yeah. 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 That's great. That's right. You have one more. I have one more? That. That's great. Um... um I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I'm thinking about dead people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be Assange for a week. Great. Oh my, that's a very provocative answer. Would you like to do the same category or would you like me to move on? I think peak. Okay. Um, three, let's do three. What about the classic who we want to... Yeah, I definitely want to ask that. Uh, Characters, cartoons, sky's the limit. It's wide open. Or From any time period, yeah, real people from a certain era, three. Really? That you want to play? That you would, like, marry? Yeah, this is the the classic alternate universe companion. Um... Um, Buster Keaton. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd really want to marry her, but Marilyn Monroe's. <laughs> yeah, we'll get. It, this is this is the ideal. This is the idealized yeah. version of these people. So. And the idealized idea of marriage. Exactly. Exactly. Um, can we share this category? Like, can you add one to? Oh, um, character. I'm I'm again thinking about dead people. Great, let's bring it right back from the dead. Yeah, it could be a cartoon character. Mm -hmm. I want to marry Popeye. Popeye? Yeah. Who's that? Who's Popeye? The one who eats. Wait, S. Popeye? Oh, oh, Popeye! Oh my god, it's so much better when it's Popeye! Oh, Popeye, Popeye. that's a great one. Popeye would be great. Are we oh, saying the same? The one who yes, eats spinach, spinach and eats. Yeah, yeah, I want to marry Popeye. him. Popeye! Oh, he's great. You just made my day. In every way, that's a fantastic result. I love uh, This is a perennial favorite of mine. You guys could share this category if you would like. Uh, three foods that in this reality, our mash reality, have no physical ramifications so if you're allergic to something this is the time if it's a pizza it's a deep dish pizza that you can only get xyz this you can have at the snap of the fingers or if it's just like i just want to eat unlimited cookies and nothing bad happens 
those are sort of the parameters. Pasta. Right? Just pasta. All day long, every day. Hands down, fantastic. Popcorn. Great. When I was a kid, I, I had this popcorn. dream. Yeah, I had this dream like a lot of nights that I was in a room and the room was full of popcorn till the roof. And so to, to move around, I needed to eat the popcorn. This is a dream you've had more than once. A lot of times, yeah. Wonderful. Like, how do you know this game, like the, the comic cocos? Back then, yeah, the yeah. same, but with you popcorn. You eat popcorn. And do you know that one time when I was 13, I was doing a TV show, and in the other lot, they were shooting that show, Arliss. Did you ever watch that show? It was like about I remember that he has dollar signs agents. instead of S's. Yeah, That's it was like an HBO like, yeah. weird show. Um, and they were shooting... And me and my friend May, we were both, I was 13, she was 14. We walked into the soundstage because someone was like, you should check what's happening in that soundstage. The whole uh, soundstage was filled with popcorn, an ocean of popcorn. <gasps> and we got to swim in it. Oh, and I have a picture, I swear it's your dream. Picture. I have a picture of us like when I was like 12, 13, and we're both like in this, just like <laughs> all the popcorn. And we were wearing our wardrobe, and they were like, you gotta get out. Get the wardrobe all greased up. And we were like, there's Didn't an ocean of popcorn. Yeah, come on, it guys. It was the most surreal thing. It was crazy. I wonder what it was for, and yet I'll never, an I'll never bother finding out because <laughs> I just wanted to live right yeah, up here. There was an 80s movie called Real Genius, starring Val Kilmer where yes. these very smart nerds who go to this very smart nerd super college play a prank on, like, a teacher or the principal or whatever, where they, I want to say they fire a laser from outer space into a, his home, and his home has been filled with a giant thing of popcorn, so it's, it breaks, it shatters the windows, and popcorn's coming out. Oh. You but might want to check dream, that In out. my dream, they are still hot, mm. and they're very tasty. They're well, not, like, good. shitty popcorn. Yeah. No, like they good. are perfect amount of salt. It's not cooling not off and getting as squeaky you do here. and stale. Yeah. No. Just nice popcorn. Makes popcorn. me want popcorn. I know. Popcorn's kind of a perfect food. Yeah. Too bad we don't have enough corn in the United States. Political statement. Uh, okay. And then one more. We have pasta. We have popcorn. Does anybody candies. have a sweet tooth? Candies. Yeah, candies, candies in general. Just Chocolate delicious candy. Candies. Delicious, delicious candy. Um, okay. This is the last category. I put a lot of pressure on myself for this for no good reason. Let's do three musicians or bands, singer-songwriters, again, from any era that, um, that essentially construct, like, the soundtrack of your life. Mm. Serge Gainsbourg. Great. Um, Thelonious Monk. I'm just going to say Serge Gainsbourg. You bowed out at Serge. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Hmm? Kendrick Lamar. Oh, Kendrick. Sure, sure. Great. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Okay, well, let's, let's... Let me just do the little thing where you tell me when to stop. Uh, Alia, tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Will you, unless you would like me to, I will also give this information in the intro of the podcast, um, just so that I don't have to pause it because uh, I have different tracks going... Will you tell them just uh, again, like when the movie comes out, and do you, do you have yeah. that information handy? We do. It's okay. uh, the movie comes out April twenty seventh um, in theaters at the North Hollywood um, Cinema, and in New York at the Village Cinema East, and then it's also on VOD and iTunes and all that jazz on Friday the twenty seventh as well. No, on May first on the VOD so I'm sorry that I dumped that on you um, and then yeah anything else 
Yeah, yeah. Will Eventually. you say who wrote and directed it? Um, Miguel Arteta and I wrote it. Yeah, Miguel you did. Arteta That's the information I wanted to get out there. Directed it. Laia Costa and I produced it and star in it. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. It's great. I can't say more confidently that everyone who listens to this podcast will enjoy this movie. You should Thank watch you. it. Uh, it's very, very good. And we're very close. Gals, we're very close. Oh no, our future lives. This is, a, and we can't, this is 100% guaranteed. This is going to happen. <laughs> Yo, we just play this game all the time. When I was young. Yeah? You play this game, yeah, but you'd always go, who are you going to oh, marry? Janet. What car? What pet? And then sometimes one other thing, and that would be your live stream. Yeah, I, so I like to expand the horizons a little bit, but you're yeah. right. Had I skipped altogether the, like, romance and sexy times, that would have been a gross error. Popeye. Okay. First of all, i got to rip the bandit off. You did not get Popeye. Bummer. Um. But you did get Marilyn Monroe. Hey! The idealized okay. version. She's actually going to be a mess. <laughs> I'm married to her. <laughs> you're going to need, you're gonna need uh, a lot of downtime, a lot of you time. She's sober up. She's like, what about me? Uh, oh, poor Marilyn. Uh, I am very excited to, to tell you, Laya, that you get to live the life of Frida Kahlo for a week. Ooh, that's a good um, life. That's a good wonderful. One. Speaking of. Side note, the similar version to you uh, telling us about, um, what was her name? The middle girl, Asya? Asya Weevil? Do you know about Tina Madotti? That's also like a wonderful like no. side person, Frida Kahlo. All those, Diego Rivera, she yeah. was very in that, Edward Weston, Ansel Adams, in that world, oh, but yeah. doesn't get recognized. How do you, you say? You could play her. Tina Madotti. Tina, Tina Madotti. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she became a communist and went to, it was, it's fascinating. Okay, so we got Frida Kahlo, we got Marilyn Monroe. Now, I'm afraid that you both got the shack. Listen. Hey, we could be it's happy just, in a shack. Listen, it's a, it, you don't want anything too fancy. Yeah. Uh, shack on the, where though? Portugal. Hey, a shack uh, in Portugal. Not, not terrible. Cape Town. Okay. Cool. Very nice. I say that like I came up with those. You got them. Uh, I want to say, Lia, I'm a huge fan of your slate dancing. Okay. You don't know I what wish I knew. What, is that what I she's going to do? I feel like it's a dubstep? No, no. that's music. <laughs> that's the kind of music. Yeah. Uh, okay. You can jump into Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory whenever your heart desires. Cool. You're gonna Slightly be terrifying. Scooping, yeah, scooping yeah. that mushroom paste frosting out of those mushrooms all day long unlimited popcorn not for bad Laya. an ocean uh and that just leaves us with uh the your soundtrack created for you expressly for you and only you by Thelonious Monk not bad pretty that's cool jazzy life that's a great mash outcome mm. I am very hot I'm gonna go towel off uh, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Again, a uh, great movie. Um, and uh, I will talk to you guys next time on the podcast. Bye. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by The Amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.